For over 27 years, LearnIt has helped more than 2 million individuals develop new skills and empowered them with confidence to thrive in an ever-changing workforce. We welcome you to the LearnIt podcast, where we come together as employees, managers, executives, and learning champions from across the globe to take time to focus on our professional development. Together, we will tackle today's toughest challenges and dive into the topics that are key to success in today's workplace. Stay tuned to listen and learn from LearnIt expert instructors and the LearnIt community in order to upskill, reskill, and achieve overall success in your career. To learn more about LearnIt and our diverse offerings of soft skill, business application, and health and wellness workshops, please visit www.learnit.com. Welcome, everybody. This is about managing up in a hybrid workplace. Make sure that you're all here for the, for that reason. If you're here for something else, stick around. Hopefully, you'll you'll get something out of this. I, I again appreciate you taking the time to join us. You've already shared where you're joining us from, and I'm seeing a few things in here now. Measuring productivity in hybrid, both in terms of the work and ensuring people are thriving. Thank you, Gita. I think I think that's something we're going to touch on today. And if if not, let me know. But we will at least touch on that. My name is David Bencomo. I'm an instructor. I like workshops like this because even though it's it's a it's sort of a mini demo, it it helps us grow both personally and professionally. So um, I hope you get something out of this, even though it's not the full blown workshop. I come from the corporate world, so I'm going to try to incorporate some of the lessons that I've learned in the workplace into this workshop. So I'm inviting you all to do the same. So as we go through. Um, at least one of the topics that we cover in the full workshop, you know, bring your experiences from the workplace. What is it that you've learned that can help all of us learn from what you've experienced in the workplace as it relates to this particular topic? So let's jump in. I'm going to ask you to grab a piece of paper if you've got something handy. If you don't, no problem. You can just give it some thought. But if you've got some scratch paper, uh, paper and pencil, I'm going to give you just a quick minute to respond to this question, okay? So what does managing up mean to you? Just take a moment to either jot that down on paper or at least give it some thought and then open up your chat window. In fact, leave the chat window open all day. This is very different from our normal workshop where we can see each other and we can talk. This is just chat. So it's gonna be a little different for me. So um, I want to I want to keep uh, everybody engaged and I want to stay engaged. So so definitely share anything that comes to your mind in the chat window, answers to questions as well as questions of your own and any ideas as they come to you. Just drop them in the chat window and we'll see if we can have a discussion at least through that. But think about this question. What does managing up mean to you? So Faiza, thank you for that. Managing up in terms of employees is giving each one equal opportunity. I like that and treating them ethically, excellent. Definitely uh, a part of managing up. So this question isn't so much, what's the definition? It's what does it mean to you? And that sounds like that's something important to you. And I appreciate that. Keeping management on target, deadlines, excellent. Especially challenging when you're looking at um, this changing world that we're in, virtual environment, remote um, autonomy. I like that, Gita. How do you have, if you're looking for autonomy, the right level of autonomy? working with your manager because you may not have the autonomy that you want, or maybe you don't want as much autonomy as you're being given. So how can you get that uh, right level of autonomy that works for you? Uh, keep the team in one direction. All really good stuff. I have another question for you. So 
Yeah, you can continue giving me responses to that. Here's another one. Keeping the workforce engaged and accountable. Excellent. I think that's right on, right at the core of what this is all about. Next question for you. And take a moment to either jot this down or at least give it some thought. And then please share this as well in the chat window. But what's the best example of managing up that you've seen? So think about a good manager or a good colleague that you've had. And what is, what's an example that you've seen from them, whether it's a behavior, maybe something that you see often from them, some attribute, but what is it about them? What is it that they do that really shows, represents a great example of, of managing up? What have you seen? I'll give you a moment to think about that, jot something down, and then please share in the chat window. Team recognition. Um, and I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this correctly. Um, Shanette, let me know if I'm if I'm if I'm off on that. But team recognition, excellent. How do you recognize teams, especially when you are remote, when you're hybrid, challenging? Uh, persuading management to move in the direction best for employees, excellent. Um, I, I I like that one. I like the word persuading. Uh, you. Uh, constant communication, excellent. How do you how do you continue to communicate uh, coming through the pandemic to today? How is that different from before? We've all sort of gone more remote. Effective communication, influence, structure, team communication, and encouragement and support. I believe that's Tara, uh, iPhone 13 there. Excellent stuff, really good. Feel free to continue to add to this list. I'm gonna save the chat when we're done because this really helps us sort of inform future workshops. So this is really good content, but you're all, you're all hitting some really good areas here. Transparency um, um, throughout the organization, excellent stuff. So thank you for that, great insight. I wanna share some statistics with you. So this is a study that was done by McKinsey. Down in the corner, you can see the reference to this, but they did a study of, of um, executives and um, the workforce. And I wanna share first, their overall recommendation. So based on all the results that they got, all the responses through their survey, this was their recommendation. It is that senior executives should pay more attention to managing up and horizontally. Now we're gonna define what exactly managing up is. You've already touched on it because I asked you the question earlier about what does it mean to you and you've, and you've started to define it. But let's just be clear so that I can, we can make sense of this data, but managing up would be the opposite of down. So managing down, if you're a manager and you have direct reports, people that report to you, that's called managing down. And then managing up is simply the opposite direction. You're managing your manager. Now you don't, you don't, um, your manager doesn't report to you, but you can still manage them or influence. I saw the word earlier, persuade. How do you do that effectively to get work done? you know, to be heard, et cetera. So managing up would be managing your direct, um, your, your manager or who you report to. And then horizontally would be managing your coworkers, other members of your team. Again, they may not report to you officially, but how do you have influence? How do you manage them effectively? So the recommendation is um, pay more attention to that. And here's, here's some uh, percentages here, 50% more important. Managing up is 50% more important than managing subordinates or managing direct reports or down. And then the last stat I wanna share is, it's actually two times, twice as important for your career, for career success. And if you're interested, here's some, some numbers about the survey. Take a moment to think about that and let me know 
again, and keep that chat window open. Let me know if any of this surprises you. If if you're surprised by these numbers or if they're sort of in line with what you thought when it comes to managing up how we should be thinking about it, you know, let me know. Do you think that we should be paying more attention to managing up than, than down? Do you think that it would help your career if you focused more on managing up? Just let me know your thoughts in the chat window. If you agree, any surprises, I'll give you a moment to, to take that in. So today we're gonna to talk about managing up and again, give you a little snippet of that. So let me share with you the agenda for the full workshop. And then I'll explain exactly what we're going to try to cover in this little mini demo. But this is this is the agenda. I see managing up makes you more valuable. Thank you, you. Definitely. And that's something we'll I think we'll touch on today. So here's what we normally cover in the full workshop. I also see I'm a bit surprised by the two times more important for career growth. Um, is it Starlin, if I'm pronouncing that correctly? Would you have expected that it would be, you know, more important, but not quite that, you know, twice as, as important? Sounds like sounds like it is. Surprising. Yeah, definitely surprising. Three keys to managing up. That's what we focus on in the full workshop. And I think we'll have time to maybe cover all three today. So to give you an idea of what that's about. I'm also see, I didn't think uh, it would be that important and consider it as a factor to career growth. Excellent stuff. But everything that we discuss is framed around these three keys to managing up. That's why I want to try to, I want to touch on each of them today. I think we can squeeze that in. Hybrid impact on managing up. So managing up, it's something that if you believe in, and now we've looked at some stats where the, the survey supports it, that it's important. It's something that's been important in the workplace already. But now that we're in a hybrid situation, we have more challenges. So we're going to talk about how that impacts, how that may make it more challenging to um, manage up effectively with this hybrid situation. And I'm seeing more good responses here, not necessarily a focal point, um, consider it as a factor for career growth. ABCs of meeting to manage, that's an acronym. And so each of those letters represents a different piece, A, B, and C. Um, representing three important things to incorporate when you're preparing to meet with your manager. So meetings are important. Sometimes it feels like we have too many of them, but they're really important, especially when it's with your manager to set guidelines, expectations, et cetera, but more challenging again in the workplace. So this goes through how to do that effectively. And, and there's three pieces to that. And the last is a little similar to that, but it was something we call the ropes. And the ROPES is also an acronym, R-O-P-E-S, that represents what we can do to ensure that we have an effective agenda. It's not a matter of just listing a couple things that we might want to talk about, but it's being very clear on not only what we want to talk about, but our objectives and um, quite a few other things that go into that. So we'll, again, that's part of the, the bigger workshop, but I wanted to share with you what we cover. Any questions, any thoughts before we continue? Is there anything there that you want to see if we can't squeeze into this little demo? But that's to give you an idea of what's covered in the full workshop. So I think it's probably a good idea to clearly or at least come up with sort of a common understanding of managing up. So I want to ask you this question, similar to what I asked you earlier about what does it mean to you? But what about a definition? Can, can you share with me? Go ahead and open the chat window. What is managing up? How would you define it? And 
you know, in simple terms that we can all understand what, what is managing up and give you a moment to think about that and just jot down your responses in the chat window and share that with us. What is managing up? Anybody want to take a shot at a definition? Here's a here's a really good one. Um, taking more responsibilities, collaborative meeting of the minds. I like that. Um, Gita, I liked your definition of managing your manager. Yes, it is managing your manager, and again, not an official reporting relationship because you you're the one that reports to your manager, but it is about managing your manager. Let me share a definition, and this is not the only definition, but it is a pretty good one. It is um, the process of positioning. So that's an interesting word, positioning yourself in the workplace with your leader. Okay. So I want to kind of go off of that particular definition and then share a little bit more about what, what it is. So this definition here comes from Kimberly, Kimberly Cummings. She's a, a career and, and leadership speaker and coach. So she's got a lot of experience in this area, but it is about position, positioning yourself for moves. So not just promotions, but that would be one. So positioning yourself for a promotion, but also for lateral moves. You may want to move across the organization, maybe across your team, maybe across the company. It's about positioning yourself for new responsibilities, uh, maybe even a new role. So all of those things, whatever that means to you, you want to be in a different place, either a, a higher level uh, a promotion, uh, lateral, new roles, that's part of managing up. It's also about making your boss's job easier, which in turn will hopefully make your job easier. So uh, there's other parts to this. Um, essentially, it is managing your boss, as I mentioned earlier. It's about building a relationship with your boss. That's a part of it. Being able to manage up effectively is about building a strong, trusting relationship with your, with your boss. And finally, I believe it's about advocating for yourself and for your work so that it's noticed, it's recognized, it's valued, ensuring that it's valued, that you're bringing that to the organization. All right. Questions? Anything? Let me know if any of that's not clear or if you want to add anything to that. Feel free to drop that in the chat window. Okay. Let's also talk about why it's important. So why is it so important to... to intentionally being very deliberate in in the way that you manage your manager managing up um open up the chat window again and and let me know what your thoughts are why is it important and i've seen you touch on this already but why is it important to manage up what can it do for you why take the time to intentionally and thoughtfully manage up who has some ideas on that why manage up um, succession planning Excellent. Thank you, Gita. Succession planning. I'm hoping that your organization supports the idea of actively building succession plans. In my organization, that's what we did. Not only part of our goals and what we're going to accomplish for the organization, our goals needed to include our succession plan. Who's next in line for my position and their position, et cetera? Um, help you in your career? Excellent. Um, to keep up with the organization's culture. That's a really good one, culture, keeping that in mind. So managing up is about, I'm going to give you what we have here on the slide. It's about making everyone's job easier. So it's about making 
your job easier. It's about making your job, uh, the job for your manager easier for your team. I want to share with you something that came from one of the participants in one of the classes that we've done, one of the full workshops. And her name is Estella. I can use her first name. She said it's okay to share this. If you do take any of our workshops, including this one, you have an opportunity to take a, a survey before you take the class. That way we have an idea of why you're taking it and what you'd like to get out of it. And then we can incorporate that in the workshop. So I really appreciated what Estella wrote in her comments. And I'm going to read them because I think they're really helpful for us to see what she was trying to get out of the class, because I think, I think it's helpful to know how we've incorporated some of this stuff. At least that was our goal. But she was asking, you know, why are you taking the class? And she says, I'm hoping this class will help me to continue to develop a strong working relationship with my manager in the hybrid environment where my interactions with her are more limited. Okay. Um, she was asked, is there anything in particular that you're interested in? She says, I want to learn key practices to make both my job and my manager's job easier. She was asked, what do you most want to get out of this workshop? And her answer was, I want to learn tools to help me better collaborate with and have meaningful interactions with my manager. And then finally, she was asked, you know, how would managing up help you better in your, in, you know, do better in your work? And she responded, it would create the opportunity to work smarter, more efficiently, and be more productive as I lead my team. So she was a leader and support my manager and the department overall. So I share that with you because she really, in my mind, nailed what we're trying to accomplish in this workshop. That's everything that we incorporated. And so I hope that 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 we're able to achieve all of that. But managing up is, is so important. It's important when you have a new manager. It's also important if you change teams. But if you have been working on a team and you have a manager for many years, for a long time, it's, it's not, never too late. You can always start uh, taking on some of these practices. It can really help you renew that relationship. So think about that. So it's not just if you're brand new with a manager, you can apply some of these techniques um, to your existing relationship. Any questions, any thoughts, anything you wanna add? I see keeping alignment with org and the department, goals and strategies, excellent. That's all part of managing up. All right, so I think we have time to jump into those three key, um, the three keys to managing up. These are the essential keys. So I wanna share each of these three with you. And then depending on how much time we have, I'd like to go, go a little bit into each of them. So preparation is essential. We, we note that up front. For all three of these keys, Think about the time that you invest as an investment in your career. It's just as important as the work you're doing today. So I would add this to your to-do list alongside the work that you're already responsible for doing. So here are those three keys, starting with the first one. Let me just uh, preface this. This is a very simple, very simple, very straightforward. They may be things that you're already doing, but they're so important that we want to make sure that we don't overlook them. So we want to go ahead and note them, even if it's something that you're already doing. This is the first one, knowing your manager. And this is not just about knowing them professionally. It's also about knowing them personally. That's actually very important, especially in this day and age, especially with remote. That's where emotional intelligence comes into this. If you're familiar with that term, it's so important to, to apply that in the workplace, just as it is in the, in the personal space. Um, but how does your manager behave? What motivates them? So that's the first one. And we'll spend some time on that one. Let me go through all three first. 
do your job and deliver value. I always kind of smile when I see that because I mean, isn't that sort of what we're supposed to do? Yeah, but ultimately it is about achieving results. And that is about, that is part of managing up. It is so important that not only are you achieving those results, you know, doing your job, delivering value, but you're also clear on what your manager expects. So that's important to know that you're delivering what they expect. So how do we make sure that we do that? It's also important that your manager recognizes what you're doing. They recognize those results. Are you delivering value? If you're not, how can you work with your manager to ensure that you are? So it is very important. That one sounds very fundamental, do your job, but it's it's beyond just getting the work done. It's ensuring that it's done um, within expectations and that it's recognized, et cetera. And, and Faisa, I see emphasizing with them. Excellent. Uh, Faisa, are you, I think you're responding to maybe either know your manager or do your job. Or, um, I think it's do your job, but, but thank you for that. I think these are all really important to be deliberate and then emphasize. Anticipate needs. Thank you, you. Very good. And I think that one actually goes with this one as well. The third one is view things through your manager's eyes. So empathy is really important. That's where empathy really helps. And emotional intelligence helps an awful lot with this one as well. But it, it's going to really help you to put yourself in their shoes. How do they view the company? How do they view the team, your team, their team, and your team's contributions to the organization? And maybe most importantly, how do they view you? How do they view your work? That's really important. So you want to get into the space of your manager. Let me give you a moment here. Open again the chat window and let me know. Do these resonate with you? Do any of these stand out to you? Are you already doing these? Is there anyone that might be new to you? Uh, Starling, thank you. I see yes. Are any of these something that you hadn't thought about before? Give you a moment to just share your thoughts on these three, if they are something that, that, that you feel is important, that they resonate, um, if anything stands out, if any of them are surprising to you? Any other thoughts? Perform beyond your job. I like that. Perform beyond your job. Um, I think of that, you know, going beyond expectations, exceeding expectations. Thank you. you. All right. Well, I want to dive into each of them and give us some time to look a little deeper at, at all three and then give you some time to think about how you can apply this in your, in your space. So let's look at the first one. So knowing your manager. So here's a few questions to help you better know your manager. And these are questions just for you to think about and, and, and really think about them actively. Take the time to revisit these questions as you build that relationship. The first one is, what kind of culture does your manager create? So think about that one. What do we mean by culture? Some of you mentioned culture earlier, but think about the culture of your company. Think about the culture of your team and the, and the culture that your manager is trying to create for your team. I'll give you an example or two. If your company feels like, or your department, or your, 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 your manager is trying to create a culture that feels more like a family, uh, they emphasize shared goals and values. Uh, they're highly collaborative and supportive. That's that's a culture. It actually refers to a culture by name. Collaborative is a term you might hear, um, or clan. Collaborative or clan, that's sort of 
what that looks like. I'll give you one more example, and there's several of these, but how about a culture that focuses on innovation? It's not afraid to take risks. Uh, team members challenge the status quo, and they constantly find ways to innovate, to improve, and develop new services. What does that sound like? That one's referred to as creative. Um, there's another fancy term, uh, ad hocracy. But whether it's creative or ad hocracy, what I just described, that applies to companies like Google and Facebook, Meta, and Apple. So think about what culture sort of is, is something that you experience when you go to the, or when you're at your organization working with your manager. I see some managers more, more difficult to work with, especially if they don't trust. Basically, they are afraid. Uh, you, thank you for the comment. And that definitely can play into culture. There could be a lot of reasons why they're not showing that trust. Um, if there could be a company culture that makes it challenging for them. So getting at the heart of where the breakdowns might be, why the trust isn't as, as, as high as you'd like it to be, that's a, that's a challenge. And I think some of the things we talk about can help with that. Here's another question I'd like you to think about. Does your manager encourage? Do they challenge? Uh, do they listen to diverse ideas? You know, that further defines the culture. Um, are they open to your ideas? It's good to know that. And Gita, I see, agree with you. I, I sometimes have worked with managers who have um, felt threatened. That might be one of the reasons they feel threatened, and that might be why they are showing that lack of trust. How about this one? What are their strengths and their areas of development? Do they have strong interpersonal skills? Are they good at communicating? Are they good at delegating? Are they good at problem solving? So it's good to, to think about the strengths that they have and maybe areas that they want to develop because that's where you can maybe help. And the last question I think would be really helpful to think about is how do they communicate with you? So think about things like, do they communicate often? Maybe too much, maybe not enough. Do they provide context? Do they provide big picture and details? Do they lean towards details versus big picture, et cetera? Because hopefully you're getting a good understanding of what the company is trying to accomplish, but you're getting enough details so that you can do your job effectively. When there's an important announcement, do they share that announcement in a team meeting or do they just shoot off an email? Or maybe they do it in a one-on-one -on -one, or a combination of all those things. So think about all those things. Um, take a moment now and you can share in the chat window or you can just give it some thought. But based on these questions, how well do you know your manager? And you can, you can just let me know, uh, I, I know well, or I don't know very well. You can give me on a scale from one to 10. A 10 would be like, I know my manager really, really well. And one, I've got a lot of work to do. But I'm curious, looking at these questions, how well do you know your manager? Just take a moment to think about that. And, and I definitely welcome you to share in uh, the chat window if you like. I like your comment here, Starlin. Sometimes the communications for managers are challenging because each team member has a different communication and learning style. Absolutely. They may have a style and you may have a very different style and it just, it just doesn't match. So a manager that's able to adjust their style to meet the preferences of, of you um, is a manager that's really being thoughtful and taking the time to make sure that, that they're communicating effectively. Because it's not just about their style, it's about, it's about matching yours. Um, and I see a seven or eight. Thank you for, for sharing that, Starlin. A, a seven for, uh, is it Kosi? Am I pronouncing that correctly? You say not so well, but around seven. Seven's 
not bad. So I think you think you've made progress. Um, I started a few months ago and probably about a seven as I spent a lot of time watching him in action. I don't have a manager, but I do know my teachers well and get along. Excellent. Shanette, um, 10, excellent, because my personality is always about getting to know the person. So it sounds like you focus on this one. Um, Shanette, feel free to share any tips for us. And we'll just share them here so everybody can see them. Any tips that you do? Now, it sounds like, Shanette, that you probably, it comes naturally to you. You're just a very personable person. Open communication, thank you. But if there's anything that you do intentionally that can help us be more intentional with, with being able to um, get to know our manager, that would be really helpful. And, and anyone else, feel free to share. Let me just add a little bit more to this. Knowing your manager, it's also, to, it's also important to know what they think about things like, you know, what are their goals? What are their values? What are their priorities? You know, what keeps them up at night? You know, what are they worried about? That's where you can help maybe. What do they want more of or less of from you? That's one, that one is really important. How do they feel about what you deliver? You know, do they value what you deliver? Okay. Um, still seeing really good stuff here on the, on the, uh, the chat. I don't come with problems. I come with solutions. Shanette, that's excellent. That's an excellent, everyone make note of that. If you, if you can see the Shanette's response there, I don't come with problems. I come with solutions. So here's something I'm observing and here's what we can do about it versus you know, complaining and then leaving it up to the manager to, to, to solve it. Um, apologies, a public holiday here. Okay, <laughs> I didn't um, realize the time. No problem, Dave. Okay, thank you all. Any questions before we go to the second one? Do your job and deliver value. Again, yeah, it is essentially about getting the work done, but managing up is also about being clear on what results your manager expects. And it's important um, that your manager recognizes those results. So take a few minutes as we go through these to just think about each of these questions. These are very important questions to ask yourself to ensure that you're doing a job that is being um, valued, you're delivering value. What is the primary objective for your role? How does your objective support theirs? If you don't know, this would be a great question to ask your manager. And if you don't already have one-on-ones, I would get those on the calendar and include this in not just your next one-on-one, -on -one, but probably several, because it may take time to really, to really work through being clear on what those objectives are. How can you deliver value on that objective independently? So do you need more input? Do you need more involvement from your manager? Or do you want more autonomy? That was mentioned earlier. If you do want more autonomy, this would be a good time to, to ask for that when you're having a sit down one-on-one -on -one. and then work with your manager. Uh, why do you want more autonomy and uh, how can they give you more autonomy if they're not already giving it to you? And this last one here, what strengths of your managers can you leverage to deliver value? So should you partner more on certain tasks? Um, what can you learn from your manager? Is your manager a good mentor? Let me give you a moment just to think about these questions and think about, again, you don't have to write them down, uh, but you're welcome to share also in the chat window. You know, what value do you deliver? Are you, are you clear on the work you're doing and 
how it's contributing to the organization. You know, what could your manager do to increase that value? Think about those things. Starlin, my primary objective is to create a culture of learning and get staff engagement. Excellent learning, uh, constant learning, um, really uh, motivational and inspiring. When you have an organization and you have a team and a manager that supports that type of a culture so that we're all constantly growing, learning, getting, getting better. Um, be a gem. Thank you, you. Uh, go the extra mile. Excellent stuff. Okay, are there any questions on do your job and deliver value? That's the second of these keys. Let's take a look at the third. Um, Starlin, you may have a question. Feel free to, to share your question. Um, give you a moment to do that as we look at the third one. See things through their eyes. We do this with empathy. Um, empathy is extremely powerful. It's also very strategic but it helps you put yourself in your manager's shoes so that you can speak about your work in ways that they can understand, in ways that they can appreciate, okay? So let's look at some questions here that would be really helpful for you to help see things um, from their perspective. Starlin, here's your question. What insight can you provide to break through resistance at senior management level? So Starlin, if you could share with me, when you say senior management level, are you talking about your direct manager or higher than that? Um, what I can share right now off, off the bat, if it's beyond that, because you say senior management, so I'm thinking maybe a couple levels above, is you start with your manager. You start with that chain, not because of protocol, but because you've built a relationship. So focusing on that relationship so that you can have your manager be your advocate, be the team's advocate. And then you can you can start to break down the resistance, but but by aligning with your manager to you know ensure that you're both aligned with you know your what you're trying to accomplish. So there's a lot to that. It's a big big question, but um, that's sort of what I come up with first. And and if I have some time, I can definitely give go a little more in depth on that one, Starlin. But it does begin with building relationships and advocacy with your coworkers and your manager because your manager is the one who has more direct line to each of the upper management. Also, hopefully you're building a relationship where you're building trust and your manager is giving you access to upper management. So a couple of quick thoughts on that. Um, what is the company strategy and how does your manager fit in? It's really important to understand this. How does their scope impact the company strategy? Here's a very fancy term, a fancy term that I that we used all the time at, at the, my last company. It was line of sight. Have you heard of that term? It's just a fancy way of saying everyone should have it. Everyone should have a view into the company strategy. So how does your work contribute to the strategy? Very important to have that conversation with your manager to start to see things as they do. What pressures, what risks, what pain points does your manager shoulder from the strategy? You know, what keeps them up at night? Do they, do they support your, um, you, do they support, do they get the support from upper management, you know, from their peers? You know, do they have shared goals? At my last company, not only did we have to have annual goals, but we would have at least one goal that was shared with another director. So directors were responsible for doing this, uh, directors and, and above VPs as well. So you had to align 
your goals with somebody else on um, within the organization. Okay. And then this last question is very important. How can you address those things using your role and what you know, your capabilities and your resources? So can you take something off the shoulders of your manager? Again, the, the, the idea is that managing up is going to make life easier for your manager and ultimately um, easier for you. And ultimately, it's going to highlight the work that you do. It's going to highlight the value that you bring. That's one of the goals so that you can um, position yourself for those promotions that we talked about or lateral moves and so on. How can you make their life easier? Okay. Any questions on that? That's the third. Wanted to at least go through each of the three, which we've done. Let me do a bit of a recap of all three. So there they are again. Know your manager, do your job and deliver value. View things through your manager's eyes. These are the three that we cover in the bigger workshop. And we go um, a little deeper than we've gone, but we've, we've sort of gotten into this quite a bit. But I want to share with you some tips for each, just to sort of sum it up. So knowing your manager, and some of these tips we've talked about already, but here's a few. Get to know them personally. I think it's so important. I think, and I'm forgetting who it was, but someone mentioned earlier, um, knowing them on a personal level. That's very important, not just a professional level. Um, understanding how they communicate, finding out what they like most about their job, as well as what they like least about their job. That might be where you can come in and help. Okay. Uh, Starlin, my manager supports my work. Um, she and I have a good working relationship, but what um, what we're finding is that her peers are consistently moving the goalposts because they are, res they are resistant. Uh, they resist the need to create a culture. Yeah, that's a challenging situation. And, and let's see if we have time, we can talk more about that. But um, the relationships are so important, um, but you need to be aligned with, with others. And that's where the strong relationship, trusting relationship, um, and you build that trust so that people are more open to aligning on um, on goals. So those goalposts aren't moving without your um, collaboration. So we can, we can talk more about that if you like. Here's some tips for doing your job and delivering value. Exceed expectations. I heard that earlier, I think in different, different words, um, but, but exceeding expectations. Know how your work impacts the company mission. It's so important. And something that I say often, and sometimes um, others are kind of resistant to, to these words, but if you cannot see how your work um, supports or impacts the company mission, you might want to consider changing it. And what I mean is taking on other responsibilities, other projects. Work with your manager on that, because if it doesn't support the mission, why are you doing that work? And some work has just been done for many, many years, and it continues because it's just been something that was done. But maybe it's not adding value anymore. Maybe there's something else you could be focusing on. So think about that. Get feedback after completing each of your projects. You know, add that to your one-on-one. -on -one. Make sure that you're getting feedback because that's going to help you grow and develop. And a few tips for the last one. Understand their role in driving the company strategy. Know the pressures that they're under and take something off their shoulders. I think we touched on each of those when we went through those. I want to give you one last tip here that sort of is a mindset that I, I started taking on very early on. And I, I saw a couple of comments earlier about challenges with certain managers, maybe not having the trust or you know, providing you with enough autonomy or flexibility. I've been in those situations. I've had other people on the team share with me 
the challenges they were having with a particular manager, and which who happened to be mine. And the tip that I shared that I, I, I think really helped me through those times were treating your manager like a client, like a client. If you have a client and you're trying to ensure that you build a relationship so that you can continue to work with that client and get additional business from that client, you, you think things a little differently. You know, in there, it's very much like what we're talking about here, seeing it from their eyes, getting to know them, okay, seeing the value that you can bring. So that might be another mindset shift that you can make is think of them as a client. Okay, I want to wrap this up by giving you a moment to just think about this. You don't have to write this down. If you do, feel free, free to grab a piece of paper. But I want you to recognize what you're already doing. I think it's so important to really recognize what you're already doing well. And then jot down two actions that you'll implement with your manager based on what you've just what we've just went through. Okay. And you're welcome to share in the chat window, but um, at least think this, think about this, jot it down if you like, and I'll just sort of scan what I see here. Also document, make a portfolio of the projects you have completed or documents that you have created. Jeanette, excellent. Yeah. Keep track of that stuff. And, um, you know, Jeanette, we had this conversation in another workshop where, you know, the, the term tooting your own horn comes up and they're like, well, you know, it's hard for me to toot my own horn. You don't have to think of it that way, but you do want to be mindful of if you're doing some valuable work and nobody sees it, you know, that that's not going to help you in building those relationships and building the trust. So, yeah, take the time to find ways to be recognized for the work that you're doing. But really, the most beneficial part of that is that you're ensuring that you're actually adding value because you might think you are. But when you share it with your boss, they may say, actually, that's not adding value. How about working on on this instead? So being being clear with expectations. Um, Gita, I see I often share positive feedback from others. Excellent. With my manager. That's a great way as well. Recognizing your team members and hopefully that you're all spreading that type of a culture. So I want to wrap it up here. And I want to thank you for your time. I'm hoping this gave you at least a snippet of what we cover because this is one of the topics we cover, these three key um, uh, keys to managing up. And um, I hope that kind of give you an idea of what we cover in the Greater Workshop. I'm going to turn it over to you, Gunnar. If there's any questions, I have a few minutes here to take any questions. But uh, I welcome you all again. And thank you for all of your comments. And thank you for being engaged. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us on the Learn It podcast. We wish you well on your learning journey and see you next time.